This is Pedro. This is Tara. And welcome to the Goddard's Real and Raw talk show. How you guys doing? Happy Sunday once again. Bay, happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> how do you turn this off? I forgot how to do that. I don't know. Just turn it down. That's what happens when you have too many Alexas in your house. Turn it down. Do, do, do not disturb. My goodness. Oh. <laughs> All right, guys. How y'all doing today? Hi, hi, hi. We're so happy to see. Well, we can't see you guys. But hi, everyone. We see that you're viewing. Right, babes? Very happy. I see three people so far. I'll just type in something. You finally got me to do this, like I said before. Yep, finally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh. So we're just going to have some conversation today. That's it. Just a little bit. Okay. What do you want to talk about? Well, communication is, is number one. I meant to put that on there. I should edit and put, um, we're going to have to talk about communication today. Right? Sure. Communication. <laughs> the pinnacle of a relationship. Look, there it goes. Communication in marriage. Boom. Popped up. There it goes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. How important is communication, babe? How do, how do, how have we how you think we've done communicating with each other after almost being married sixteen years now? Well actually, shouldn't we pray first? Oh yeah, I guess we should. Yeah, that's one way to communicate. Yeah. Communicate communicate. Communicate with God first, then we'll talk about communication. Okay, okay. You can go ahead. Okay, Lord, thank you for this live. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to just have a good time and to talk about communication and how we dealt with communication and how we're dealing with communication in our marriage, Lord. Thank you for everyone that's viewing, and I pray God um, blessings over your life, over your family, over your marriage, and over your relationship. Lord, I pray in your name. Amen. Amen. All right, so we're going to be talking about communications and how we deal with it. So this October would be married how many years, Peter? Sixteen. You better know the number. No, Do you know the number? Yes, I know the number. Whatever. October third, <laughs> what? Two thousand five. Wasn't it six? No, it was two thousand five. Don't play you no sure game. You sure you count? Wait, wait, was it two thousand five? <laughs> Let me think. <laughs> Dang, was it? It was. I oh, think what was wrong with you? <laughs> you play so much, I swear. <laughs> I promise I was thinking to myself, was it really 2005? Because I always used to think October 5th because of 2005. Right. So I used to say sometimes October 5th. I'd be like, no, it's October 3rd. Oh, my goodness. It's October 3rd, 2005. Yeah. About 9.30 in the morning, woke up, decided. (laughs) We communicated that morning. We communicated very well. I said, hey, you want to get married? Went to them down to the courthouse. Yeah. I had on a pink shirt, black jacket. You had on a pink pink dress. dress. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You had just got off. You was about to go to work. I was just about I to go to I just got work. off work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See how that early love gets you going? You just... Yeah. <laughs> that early love have you like, yeah, let's get married. And look at what we did. We got yeah. married and been married for 16 years coming. Yeah. It's a been long a, 16 years. <laughs> it's been a blessing. Much. Good and bad. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. 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 But one thing I had to learn, one thing I think communication was a hard thing for us in the beginning. 
Um, yeah, it was definitely a, a hard thing. I think because I was older and you was a little younger. You was only 21. Yeah. And 21 I was and 30. Yes. Yeah. So I knew how to communicate a little bit better than you. And even though I was communicating to you, you had a lot of people in your ear that was messing up your, your what would you call it? The, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The how wires. You, how you communicate better than me? I did communicate better than you. I communicate because I knew what I wanted. Hmm. I communicated to you what I wanted mm-hmm. from the jump. Two weeks in, I told you what I wanted. Right. So I did communicate. Yeah. Now, as the marriage went on, as we got married and went, I probably lost a lot of that communication, I admit. Yeah. But in the beginning, I did communicate what I wanted. And then, you know, we went down the road and... A lot of people didn't like me because I had two kids and been married twice before and right. all that stuff. It was my third marriage. Right. And then, you know, um, you know, things, some things happened and stuff. But, you know, communication was always, it's always been an upfront thing. I mean, I haven't always communicated the best way, but I have communicated more than I ever have anybody else. I'm talking about in the sense of, like, you know, buying something or getting something. Or oh, even, I never communicated with you that. Right. Or even if we... Um. <laughs> <laughs> I admit, I totally admit, I don't know, I, I, I'm getting better now, probably the last couple of years, I do communicate that better, right. but back in the day, I'll just show her something. Yeah, and I, I you know, like, you go, you go, no, you that, look what I'm listen, saying. No, no, Christmas really. Eve, Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve, Giants Super Bowl, Giants were going to the Super Bowl, they wasn't in the Super Bowl yet, what, but, what year that was? I can't remember, man, oh that was, um, it was early on in our marriage though, wasn't that it? That was early, so, we've been at 16, so that might, I think it was their first Super Bowl, Right. Um, they won one 10 years ago, so mm-hmm. maybe one that they won, I think it was, um, <clears throat> I don't remember, man, all I know is, I had Bryce and Johanny with me, Right. you was in the it's car, <laughs> and I went into Walmart, <laughs> and I'm walking down through Walmart, and what happened? Oh, all of a sudden, over the loudspeaker, it comes on, one-time deal only, uh, 50-inch TV, blah, 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 on sale now for like $400. Oh, my goodness. And I swear, when he said I looked, and right in front of me was the TVs. I was like, what it was only, when Bryce was with us. Yeah, it? it was only one TV. <laughs> it was only one TV, and it was sitting, it was like right in my face. So I put my hand on it. It's mine. <laughs> I said, oh, Tyler's going to be pissed at me. I didn't communicate. There was no time to communicate. I had to, I had to make a I don't think you know what the word communication meant. Listen, I had okay. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jahani put 2010 going into 2011. Oh, right, yes. right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, boy. <laughs> I knew you remember. Hey, Joe. I knew <laughs> you was watching. Hi, Hi what's up? That's my son, Jahani. <clears throat> 24. Single and, and proud. Looking for, you know. <laughs> Stop it, Joe. <laughs> Get back to the story, please. Get back to the story. So I walk outside. I got the TV. I think I used. I didn't use my boy. We had money. We had a decent amount of money then, cause I was I was getting paid through through my boss. And I walk outside, and I'm pulling this TV, and Tyler's just looking at me. She's like, "What the heck does this guy got?" And I come out to the car. Look, I was so mad. <laughs> I was like, "Who double L L?" I bought a TV. What the hell you bought a TV for? Hey, it was on sale. I don't care if it was two dollars. What you buying a TV for? <laughs> and then I was like, yo. Okay, so wait a minute, wait a minute. So after he bought this big giant TV, no less, we lived in this room um, where... The, know, the TV, it was an apartment. No, 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 it was a house, but I'm just saying. It was an apartment. It had bedroom. one room, a bedroom, a kitchen, and a, and a, bed, and a bathroom. 
And it was, you know, the, the living room was the kitchen, the dining room, and the family okay, room. Okay, but let me finish, though, um, husband. So the thing was, we put this big, giant TV in our room with a king-size bed. No room to really walk. No, 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 no. We had the other TV. We had my Antonia's TV that was that big 35-tube um, TV. Either way. That TV didn't have no bed in it. It was the living room. No, I'm talking about when you bought that TV from Walmart. We put it in the living room. No, we the TV. We didn't have it in the TV. No, we never put it. We could. I wanted to, but we couldn't fit it in there because <laughs> <laughs> the dresser and everything else. Oh, that's why we couldn't fit I it. I tried. Trust me, I tried, but it wouldn't work. I was like, man, I have to put it outside. Man, I have to put it out in the living room. And no less after that. After he bought this big giant TV, so one day I'm cleaning up and I'm looking inside of this storage thing. Um, oh, right next jump, to our bedroom. So much. No, 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 no. no right next to our bedroom. So and it was, it was another TV in a box. <laughs> I was like, Pedro, where you get this TV from? I was waiting for the right time to tell you had it. So I, I got to the point. I said, you know what? I don't even care. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's all you have to say to me. When you say, care. I don't even care. I don't even care. I went crazy. Do what you gonna do. <laughs> I was absolutely crazy. I was about kind of TVs. I was a show with TVs. All type of electronic devices. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think. <clears throat> I'm, but on the seriousness part of it, um, communication for me in our marriage was when things went bad. I had to make sure I didn't share all of that information with my family because you know the many or even your close friends. The minute you share something bad going on in your marriage. It's like they remind you of it forever. So no matter if we, um, I'm sorry, my daughter coming in with the password. I can't even, I can't believe she just did this. We on live. <laughs> That's the joy of being alive. But even beyond that, it's just communication is key because without communication, you don't know what's going on in a marriage or in any relationship. And it allows you to be, even if it may hurt the other person's feelings or hurt the other person's um, um, ego or whatever, right. communication is always good because now we're at a point that I communicate. Even if I know you're going to get upset, I'm still going to communicate because I think sometimes as in relationships, especially men, we don't communicate, even women, because the first thing we'll say, well, we know what you're going to say or we know what your reaction is going to be. Right. And so we'll say, you know what? I'm, I didn't want to say it because I knew what your response was going to be. But you mm. know what? You never know. And I tell you all the time. No, I used wait, to Wait, wait. Get... Let me finish. Because I apologize for cutting you off. Let me finish. Because <laughs> there's been times where you didn't communicate something with me because you said I knew you knew I was going to get mad. And I'm like, but you didn't even give me a chance to get mad. Like, right. Let me show you if, I, if I'm actually growing. Right. That's as true. As a person. That's true. Or as a, per, as a human being or as a husband or as a father, or as a family man, to show you that, hey, your, my response may be t- totally different than what you think it may be. Right. So communication to me is always good. And it goes the same thing for you. Like, even though I know you may be mad or you may not be, right. I'm still, communi- still going to communicate with you because I want you to know what's going on. Right. And if you get upset, then at least you know what's going on, and then it won't be like we get a letter in the mail, oh, this X, Y, Z, or somebody shows up at the door, right, or something like that, you know, and... And trust me, that's happened too. So we, you know, it's it's good to communicate because when you communicate, it just opens up the whole puffle of um, everything that's going on around you in your right. relationship, right. and it allows for no misunderstandings. Because in all honesty, like I told you everything about me, right, and communicated to you with that, and that way, if anybody came to you and said, "Well, your husband did this," you'd be like, "Well, I already know. He already told me." That's true. Really. The, the thing is, he already told you, right? The thing he is, he really told you that, right? Yeah. The thing is, guys, when we first met, 
he told me, and he was like, look, I've been married before twice. I have children. <clears throat> but then, I, to, for me, I had to make a decision then. Am I going to commit to this guy? Am I going to love this guy enough to know that he have a past, that he has been married before twice, he have children? Was I even ready to be an uh, onset mother? You know what I mean? Because I had, you know, stepchildren that I didn't really you know, no, but I, I love them now. I must admit, I love my stepkids. I don't really call them stepkids. I just call them Bryce and Johanny because that's what they call me, Miss Tara. That's what they used to call me. And I always had a lot of respect for them because they respected me. And so with that being the case, I really grew to love them. And now they are grown men living their lives, doing good good for themselves. And I'm really happy to see them in what is the space that they're in now you know, seeing them from a young age when I met them, how old were they? 10? 10 and 11. <clears throat> 10 and 11. And they actually remember things about you that you didn't even realize they remember. Right. They and tell I, me all the time, I remember Miss Tara did this, I remember Miss Tara did that. Right. And one thing I'll say, communication is also key, because what I communicated to my kids was, I'm not saying that you have to like Tara, I'm not saying that you even have to care for her, but by, by all guys with greeners on this earth, you're going to be respectful to her because if you're any disrespectful to her, and Tyler will tell you, when it comes to that, that's a big stickle on mine. It's no disrespect. I don't like disrespectful children. I cannot care less for it. I will, I may get in trouble. I mean, I will beat the skin off you for being disrespectful. <laughs> right. Not literally, but, but I will, never, you will get in trouble. But they was never disrespectful. They was never disrespectful. And even to like, me. They, had, they had some, they had a couple of issues, you know. It was hard because it was a lot going on, ex wives and <clears throat> things like that. But, but that's, a, that's for another day. But um, communication. Um, we have a comment here about an from argument. Sheldon, from yeah, Sheldon. from Sheldon. Um, <clears throat> well, for me, communication in the midst of an argument is always different because everybody, every couple is different when right. it comes to um, an argument. It depends on how hard the argument is, how hot the argument is. Right. Like Tara, you know, she's a little... For uh, me, I get a bit emotional. Yeah, cray cray. I don't care. I'm You're cray cray. No, for me, I'm like. Uh, You're cray cray. <laughs> Thank you very much. You go off the deep end. You, you like, you, uh, you like a police officer. You shoot first, ask questions later. I'm sorry. I, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just that way because because when I'm in it and I believe in what I feel, I'm going to express that. Even if you're wrong. Even if I'm wrong, I'm gonna stand to it because mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? Even stubbornness. Even stubborn. But you know what? Likewise, Pedro. Because one thing about Pedro, mm-hmm. Pedro get mad. Don't you, Pete? No, I was different. I was a different kind of mad. Yeah, you know what? I can attest to that. I was a different Pedro kind of mad. I was very common when it came to stuff like that. Right. I'd be like, "Look, can we sit down and talk about this?" Right. You'd be like, "No." And the head shaking and the popping and all the finger snapping the, wait, and all. Wait, wait, wait. Are we talking about in the beginning of our marriage? Or are we talking? I'm about talking about now? beginning and now. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't changed. <laughs> I just learned. See, over 16 years, I've learned how to. If you're having an argument. And um, and we're trying to communicate. I've learned, and you know this to a fact. I'll just walk away, and you'll be like, "What you, what you punk? You just gonna walk away?" And we're being real, so I'm being honest. No, no, you do I'm say just, that. You no, be like, "Why are you walking away? You don't got nothing to say." Da, da. And I'm like, "You know what? I'm just gonna walk <laughs> away because if I'm gonna if I'm gonna say something, I want to be in my right mind when I say it. I'm not gonna let my anger." Right. And that's where I've gone as a person. Right. Is that before? 
I would let the anger get the best of me, and then the communication would turn into an argument, right. which could turn into a fight, right. which could turn into me breaking something, right. me slamming something, mm-hmm. me um, hurting something, right. like when I broke my hand. Right. Um, it oh, could wow. wake into, it, it just, it turned into other things. Right. So now when I communicate with you, and I know that you're not listening, which is half the time, right. I just <laughs> walk away. Wait a minute. I have learned to listen. You have learned I to think, listen. I think listening for me was hard because, you know, at that time, like, I, right. had, I had to grow into who I am today. You know, I had to learn that, okay, basically I had to really learn what submissive, how to be submissive. I really, I think I'm doing that now. I didn't do it in the beginning of our marriage or even, you know, the early set on. I don't think I really understood what submission was. You know, and now I sit and I actually listen to my husband. And I we try to communicate and try to, when I say listen, I mean actually listen. Where I'm like, I'm understanding what he's saying and it's not going over my head. And I'm like, right, whatever. I don't care what you're talking about right now. You know, it is what it is. But now I'm actually sitting and talking without any distractions, any phone, any nothing just, you know, keeping me from understanding what he's saying. So I think our communication has really grown in that sense. Would you say so? Yeah, I would definitely say so. I mean, def- you, de- I, yeah, because you, you'll sit there talking to me on your phone, scrolling. You, in be- especially now, you have your iPod in your ear, and I'm like, turn off your iPod. You like what? I'm like, I can hear it because I have good hearing. And you be I'm like, I can't hear nothing. I'm like, yo, like you wanna, you wanna talk. And the funny thing, you sit down and be like, oh, can we talk? All right, cool. And I put everything away, and then you're still watching the show. And I'm like, how are we going to talk? you watching the show. That's not communicating. <laughs> because then, then when we come back, you're like, you never told me. Oh, yes, I did. I did tell everybody you. Everybody concentrate differently. I'm so going to start voice, I'm gonna start putting voice memos on my phone so we can have, like record our conversation. So if you say I never told you, uh, this was the date, 12th <laughs> of December, 2020. You said this, and then I'm going to play it because I swear sometimes, you know, it's still, we're still working in, in progress with the communication. We, we communicate totally better now. Right. I do admit, we do communicate totally better now. But there's always, you know, one thing about communication is always room for improvement. You can always improve your communication. Right. Um, I think what any, I think what I find for us for communicating, actually, you know what, Sheldon? I just thought of something. You know what I actually found? I actually found for myself and Todd, I don't, this is, works for us. Right. Not for everybody. Uh-huh. If we are separated and we talk on the phone, right. we communicate and, and listen to each other better than we do in person. That is so true. Because I think Tom gets so irritated true. because of my facial expression. She'll start <laughs> saying something, because. and I'll be like... What? I'm like, no, I just make her face and it irritates her. You have but if she can't, if she can't see me, she don't know what I'm doing. So I'm like <laughs> making faces while she's on the phone. She don't know what I'm doing, but she can't see it, so she don't know. <laughs> so when it comes to communicating, we actually have some of our best conversations. On and I know phone. that may sound weird. It does. But we have some of our people. best communication on the phone mm-hmm. because when we're on the phone, she can be looking at a show. I don't see it, so I'm not going to get irritated. And then we can... We can talk about what we need to talk about, right. and then we can come back in person, and then we can f- finish the conversation, mm-hmm. and then we squash it, and then we go on to the next, you know, issue at hand. Right. We're not saying that there's an issue, but just to, you know, just back to normalcy, whatever. So I think a lot of times in in that way, in our arguments and stuff, we do walk away, and then 
Like she'll call me and be like, "What's wrong? What's your problem?" But you know, you know what was you know the worst thing I think we started off doing at first was texting. And sometimes when you texting someone, it, and especially if you tap texting in caps or whatever, you yelling and you screaming at them, and so you taking it the wrong way. So I'm like, "Who you think you're talking to? You're so dead." I'm texting a whole paragraph back. Which because I don't I'm answer. Like, I don't I even read them. You, I can't believe you said that. <laughs> I, I can't believe you said that. And so after we talk on the phone, it's, it's a different in the future. It's like it's a different. We able to actually mm-hmm. really. You actually listen, listen to me when yeah. we talk on the phone so for I think some strange so, reason. So I think what we should do because you love on, your phone. No, from, <laughs> <laughs> no. I think from now on, I go in another you should room. go upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool with me. And I stay downstairs. So if, we have, hey, if we have an hey, argument, we could just hey. talk on the phone. At least they'll get through. That's fine with me. We could do that in a heartbeat, baby. Right. So Janine has said <laughs> that's my husband. He's always on his phone, which ticks off. Yeah, it's uh, Janine, my wife be on the phone. 20, I think she she's worse. I just thought my mother was bad. My mother had a phone. I don't know if you guys, the older heads remember this um, picture. There used to be a picture on Facebook, picture all over the world that had, when you know, like your phone and then you have like the straps connected and it will be like wrapped around your head and the phone be on your ear. That's how Tara's Tara, her phone never leaves her side. The funny thing <laughs> is, Tara's phone never leaves her side. But when I need to call her about something important, like she sent me to the store and she and I'm like, but did she want to get her? I call her, she don't pick up. Oh, that's the first, that's the one time she leaves her phone downstairs and goes upstairs because she had to go do something. I got to have my phone attached to me 24-7. Yes, that ain't even 24 happen. 8. That ain't even for happen. 24 8. Theo had said, Bro, this show must be good. LOL. Yeah, I see. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. What's up, Jermaine? Oh, Jermaine's watching from Jamaica. Jamaica, Jermaine, what's going on, man? Did you enjoy the Olympics? If you're still watching, I know I saw you, um, uh, what you broadcasting or doing this? Uh, I don't know what you was doing. I think you were a sportscaster, right? So yeah, you was in the Olympics. Right. I did see you, bro. Kristen has said, "Yeah, blessings." Who you saying blessings to again? To Jermaine. Oh, Jermaine. I'm so sorry. Jermaine May. Hi, Jermaine. See, I'm not listening again. And then Deborah's on. Hi, Deborah. Hi, Deborah. You know who Deborah is? No, do I post on Yes, you met her in Bermuda. Oh, right. Hi, Deborah. That's Javon's mother. Oh, right. My Uncle Pickies. Hi, Deborah. How are you? Oh, you don't remember nobody. Whatever. I'm the one that don't remember. <laughs> so Kristen said, <laughs> when you text, when you text, the message can always be misconstructed. Oh, definitely. Because yeah, you don't definitely. know what the person means. They say, they, you don't know if they're being sarcastic. You mm-hmm. don't know if they're being funny. Right. You don't know if they're being serious. That's why I think we, we don't try to text. That's why when Tyler texts me these long paragraphs, books and stuff, I don't even read them because I know at the moment she's just emotionally unstable. So I just what? ignore it. Wait a minute. Hey, I'm being honest. You, I told you this. I, told, I, don't, I don't look at your text. I'll call you back and you'll be like, did you read my text? No. I think it's rude. Why not? I think it's because rude. I'm not wasting my time reading this jibble-jabble that you just wrote down. You know, the best thing is to do is to read the text. So that way, I won't have to then discuss it with you when you get home. Oh, please. You love discussing stuff over and over again. So what are you talking about? You like to repeat yourself. Oh, we got to talk about this. We got to talk about that. And the funny thing is, with our communication, our communication has always been, as you said, you was immature in the beginning. And I think our communication was more just about um, insecurity, Right. And, and I didn't trust and, anything. And not even, never really, like, money wise, we never really had an issue money wise no. in communicating. No. Um, it was never really money. It was always 
just more like... It was for me, like, are you going to be back with this person? Or, you know, or something like that. Because, like I said, me coming into being with Pedro, and he had, had a whole life, whole two lives before me, it was kind of like, okay, are you going to go back there? You know, type of thing. So that, that, I think that was just always a fearful thing for me, you know, being young with no children and going into something. And it's just like it exploded for me. So it was just a lot. So I was just like, how am I supposed to handle all of this and also know he's going to continue to stay faithful to me? I think that was the hardest thing. I never really had someone that really was just for me. <clears throat> that, that you had somebody that cheated on you, so that's why. And yeah, I think that's what it was. When you've been hurt. You just always think the next person's going to hurt right, you. Why? You think the next person's going to I was just too be, good to be true. You was too good to be true. I was taking care of you. I was doing whatever you needed. You didn't have to work. I was like, just, I got you. And you was like, I don't know how to handle this. Mm. Yeah. So somebody. Uh, I remember you, Theo. Don't worry. <laughs> Janine, put, do we argue, do they hear you? Um, unfortunately, sometimes they sometimes do. Sometimes they do. <laughs> Only be, and, and, and you know what it is? It's not even because we try to have them hear us. Right. It's just, Tom's loud. As you all know her as a singer, right? She's just loud. She, you know, she'll start yelling, and I'm like, why are you yelling? And you know what she says? I'm just elevating my voice. I'm like, you're yelling. (laughs) You're not elevating. Elevating (laughs) is like, is going up a module, a module, a module. Modulating. Yeah, but that's not, no. You, You yell, and I yell too, but we have got better at that, and we have had to have conversations with our children. Right. Um. In a way, I don't think it's such a bad thing that children that our children have heard uh, hurt us argue, and I say it for this reason, because they know that mommy and daddy's not perfect. Sometimes I think children fall under that pretense of thinking that their parents do no wrong, right? Or they do nothing. Um, they don't do anything that is of the wrong variety. And I think sometimes we, we can use that to say, look, guys, we yelled at each other. Right. Doesn't mean we don't love each other. We yelled at each other. But, right. um, you we know, make we're, mistakes, yeah. we make mistakes. We're going to do better. Right. Um, and things like that. And then we have prayer and we'll talk about it. And we'll, you know, just, you know, comfort them because it does upset. It does upset our children. So we yeah. have learned to get better and not arguing in front of the children. Right. Um, I'm not going to say we still don't do it sometimes, because it does happen. Yeah, but um, we have it it, it's not as, I would but, say it's not like it, you know, it used to be. We have really grown in that sense, because yeah. I, to see my daughters, or you no, know, see my children, period, cry, because mommy and daddy is having a, a, a heated discussion. Especially the 11-year-old, because yeah. she's so pokey. Right, especially our oldest daughter. She gets very emotional, and <clears throat> she's just like, why you got to argue you know, why you just can't, you know, she she wanted to be, you know, happy times all the time. And it's not always that way. You know, sometimes I don't agree. Sometimes we don't agree to disagree. Sometimes if I don't agree with something, I'm mad the whole time until I'm to God, and to God, you know, calm me down and say, okay, sorry, you need to really think, you know, about this thing. So to see her upset, so to see, you know, is really upsetting. But then he calls us to say, you know what, we're going to just, Let's just leave just leave it right here. Let's just walk away from it for a minute, and we'll come back and talk later on. So we really try to minimize our arguments in front of the children as much as possible. Hey, Lee J. Just wanted to say hi, Lee J. And hi, Elia. How you doing? Happy belated birthday. I saw your birthday the other day, but I don't respond because I don't respond birthday. on Facebook anymore because I don't feel like getting a whole bunch of notifications. But I did see um, your birthday, so happy birthday. Happy birthday. Miss you guys. Mm-hmm. Hope you're doing well in Bermuda. 
And thank you guys for tuning in. We just talking, having a good time, and and um, just being raw and real with you guys right now. But um, but yeah. <clears throat> but back to that point, I'll say this more than anything else: communication is key. But you can't communicate if you don't have God in your life. Right. And I think we putting God first in our lives and everything that we do. Let mm-hmm. me say that because I want to make sure that was brought up. Right. Is that that is the key. Prayer, um, meditation, um, believe me, a lot of meditation. Yeah. And um, <laughs> you mean, yeah, you mean, yeah, whatever. <laughs> no, um, you know what? Because you know what? Sometimes when we argue, I just think about, you know what? Then I say, okay, you know what? I really love P. Joe to the sense where I'm not going to allow myself to become angry because it also depends on where you allow yourself to go. So I think for me, I have to, you know, think about, okay, and that, is, it, do it, is it that I'm not being um, submissive if I'm continuing on and on and on and I'm just coming at you and coming that's at you? That's not about you being submissive. I don't want you to be submissive because that's not your style. See, one, see, not every woman is going to be submissive to their husband. There's different types of submission and submissiveness, in my opinion. Not every woman has to be submissive like... Um, how can I put it? Like, oh, yeah, all right, you know, and just give in. I like that you fight back. I don't mind. You're feisty. You got a little fire and you, a little southern firecracker. I tell people you're a little more southern firecracker. You, you know, you burn <laughs> right. from both ends. So it's not, to me, it's, for me, it's not really being submissive. It's more, I just wish sometimes you would just let the emotion not take the best of you. So, like, if right. I say something to you, like, you ask me something, you'll say, why you did And I'm like, but I did do that. And instead of you saying okay, you then go to the next or something else, and right. you and then you just go to something else. So like <laughs> I can answer and tell you an answer to each question, but right. then you pick on something else, and I'm like, hey, you want to calm down for a minute? Why why can't you just be happy that I answered your first question or the second or the third question? Because maybe be sometimes done. that first question is that and that first answer is not what I wanted to hear. What you, I if I say I do what you wanted me to do, what how else would you want the answer to be? Another way. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> that is the absolute problem. Yeah. You know, and then communication is definitely key because um, when you don't communicate, things happen in life that you still to this day ask me, what was wrong? Why didn't you communicate with me? Right. Why didn't you tell me something? Or why didn't you tell me this? Right. I just saw you, and then like two weeks later, you're getting in trouble. And you didn't say nothing to me. You was just with me. Like, how you did it, you know, let me. So communication right. is so hard. is a hard thing to do. Right. Because sometimes, you know, you, you, you don't want to worry. Because sometimes the communication will make the other person worry. Right. And you don't want them to worry. But sometimes you have to communicate because when you're sinking and you're in that little deep hole mm. and you need to get out, communication will, it will get you out of that hole or at least get you some help. Right. Or at least get you some understanding, or at least get you that lifeline that you need. So you always need to communicate, no matter what, because that will allow people to understand you, under your your spouse right. or your significant other or partner, to understand you better and to understand what you're feeling at that time and why you're doing what you did. And then you know, because there's definitely some things that that I won't get into, but definitely some right. things That's that I've done. That's another show. That's another show. That, um, <laughs> but what do that you think thing. about therapy? Therapy helped us a lot. Well, what therapy? We really only had a couple of sessions. With, but I'm um, just pastor. saying. But but I'm saying the sessions I, that we did have. I think the therapy was us. more. I think the therapy we had more is that we just we just prayed more. 
Right. And we just gave our we just gave our attention to God and said, you know, Lord, we are we are broken. Right. We are shattered. Mm-hmm. We are um, totally um, unkept. We are totally down in the dumps. We right. need you. We need you, especially for me. Right. I'm speaking for me. Me, myself, me, myself, and I. I definitely was in a bad place in a lot of ways, in different things throughout our marriage, and I had to let God really work with me to help me to communicate with you better. Right. And to show that. Um, that I was willing to be a different person and a different communicator than the way I was being. Because you can communicate sometimes, but you communicate the wrong way. But was it hard for you to, to become vulnerable, you know, to me? Like, open up um, yourself and just, you know, tell... Because you had a hard time always... It's know, always hard for men. I think it's hard right. for men because <clears throat> men don't like to express their feelings. Um, they don't like to cry. They don't like to say what's wrong. They don't like to say what's bothering them. Um, you know, when I'm in pain, when I had kidney stones, right. well, I sat there for five hours in pain. <laughs> he was like, look, okay, you know what? We got to go to the hospital. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm not going. I hate the hospital. And I was in I some After you sat in the pain. shower for all that time, I said, Well, listen, the funny thing is, is I did an interview that day I with know. the kidney stones, not knowing that it was kidney stones. So it I went, crazy. it was Old Navy, I think. I got yeah. a job on, and I got the job. Right. That was the funny thing. I had the job, the sharp pain in my side. This is when we lived in America. Oh, man, but yeah, but, um. <laughs> yes. Like I said, you know, communication, communication more than anything, we have that communication line open with God, and then the communication would then open up between us. Right. As long as we're both on the same page. We can't communicate if you're not on the same page. If right. you're not on the same page, communication will not happen at all. Especially if you're not willing to, to open up and, and just say, look, this is what it is. I think for me sometimes it was hard for me to tell you how I felt because I didn't want to hurt your feelings. Or I didn't want it to be where we have a heated argument. You know what I'm saying? Because I was such a hothead at that time where everything just... At that time? You know, when I was younger. Everything at that just, time? When you was younger? <laughs> like I was saying, everything just kind of ticked me off. So I'm kind of like... I'm communicating with you now. Um, you're still a hothead. <laughs> just want to put that out there. I like that. And, see, she's not, and listen, see, she's not even arguing with me because she knows it's true. See? Mm. If she thought it was not true, she'll be, she'll be right now, she'll be debating with me. But she's not debating. <laughs> she knows what I'm saying is true. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Yeah. I'm communicating. Okay. Sweetie. Okay. Communicating. Mm. Hot hip. Firecrackers. <laughs> oh, David Steve said nice to you. Thanks, Pastor. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you. Pastor Steve. <laughs> Elias said ease up, Pedro. <laughs> hey, Pedro don't know how to ease I don't up. ease up, girl. I go, I go full <laughs> ball right on. I'm He's not easing up. Nothing. Full blast, baby. Let's get it going. <laughs> right. Hi, Aunt Dion. My Aunt Dion is watching. Is she? Yeah, Dion Febler. Oh, my goodness. She didn't say nothing, but she is watching. I didn't even know she had Facebook. What <laughs> 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 you trying to say? She's old? She no, can't I'm have Facebook? Saying, She's not know. that old. I'm just saying, I don't think I'm She's still friend. young. So, Auntie, Auntie Dion, can you please you know, hit the request button for my, for my Facebook, please? Okay, thanks. But yeah. Oh, you mean she's she not your friend? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I think, well, she, yeah. Yeah. She don't get on often, but she is there. Yeah, yeah. I know we're jumping off the thing. For yeah, we are. Sorry, guys. But, um, yeah, <laughs> communication for us was just, it was really something that we still growing right now, even now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Just like you're still in denial that you're not hot. So I'm communicating that you are. <laughs> a hothead, you mean? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah. See, that's communicating. Yeah. But you know what? I'm trying to be a good model, especially, I mean, for my children, but especially for my girls, because, you know, I know they're they going to model me, and I got to make sure I stay on. No comment. On task. 
<laughs> all I gotta say about that, if I know girls are gonna be so hard, you wanna have no girls. That's mm, all I'm gonna say. I, I love my girls to death, but Lord have mercy. <laughs> girls are hard, boy. I just know, like my son, he'd be like, Mom, you okay? I'd be like, Yeah, I'm good. He'd be like, Okay. And he'll go to his room. And I won't see him for half the day. And I wonder, do he stay keep his distance because he know mommy may ding ding? You know, oh, they definitely keep their distance because you may blow up. Yeah, because it, it just happened the other day. <laughs> it just happened the other day. But he was like, yo, Sky, you need to ease up because mom's going to blow. <laughs> he told her. <laughs> he told her straight up. Mom's going to blow. You better ease up. See, he right. learned it to communicate. So there you go. But, yeah. But, like I said, that's the number one. Besides God first, communication is definitely second. Um Sheldon asked the question. How life changed since moving to the UK and what ways have you had to adopt since moving with the difference between the UK, US, and Bermuda? Oh, wow. Uh, for me, let's it, talk, wait, wait, one, one at a time. Go ahead. So, uh, so for me, I. It'll be all day. <clears throat> that's not true. But I'm sorry. <laughs> to answer your question, Sheldon. For me, I, it's hard for me to adjust anywhere. So, when I first moved, let's go back to when I first moved back, when I first moved to New York, when we first got married. So I'm going to start there first before I even hit Bermuda. So when we got to, I met Pedro in Birmingham, Alabama, um, through his niece. And that's a whole story. But I met him through that whole connection. And then we got married, went to move, moved me to New York. Now that, I, I didn't like anything about New York. I just, I didn't want to go. We actually moved to New York because I communicate with you. Just like, see, this is part of communication. I communicated with her. And she didn't like the way I communicated. I had an issue with my children at the time. I think Jahani. Yeah. And I wanted to go up to New York. And right. I was like, look, I want you to come with me. But she didn't want to leave. No. And I was like, I got to go to New York. And then I think my Aunt Kim died. So mm -hmm. I had to go to New York. Right. And then I was like, and then she was like, you know what? I'm coming up there with you. And it was funny because yeah, actually, that's the one time you actually got a job off. And I told you to get the job so you can get the experience. But he was like, I can't take the job if you're going to be in New York. So I was like, all right, fine. So she came up because I was, I was the way I was. I would drive back and forth. It didn't really bother me to drive back and forth. I know, but I didn't want our marriage to be a long distance situation. We was already going through situations. I didn't want to then be away from you and you in a whole other state. That was not even fit to happen. That's true. So I was like, no, our marriage would break. It would really, really break if we don't be together because we was already on thin ice. So. <clears throat> When you decided to go to New York, I just I just wasn't ready for the change. You know, I wasn't ready to go to a whole, you know, new state because I'd never been out of Alabama, Birmingham, Alabama, where I was. You know, that's all I knew in my family. So to go away and go to New York was definitely a big change for me. I think once time went on and I started working when I was there, um, we end up moving. When the baby end up moving to... We moved back to Alabama, actually, didn't we? No, we moved to Alabama. Was in Georgia. Yeah, we went to then Georgia. Then back to Alabama. Right. But, I, but before we went to Bermuda, though. Yeah. Yeah. So once we, once we hit Bermuda, we got to tell that story on another day, too, on how all that actually went into play. But when we went to, when we finally got into Bermuda, um, for me, I was like, oh, my goodness, I do not want to go to a whole nother I already went to another state, so now I got to go to a whole nother country. I'm like, wait a minute, how strong is my love for this guy? You know, because at one point I told you I wasn't coming. Remember? I was like, I can't come. Yeah. And, and little Pedro was a baby. 
Mm-hmm. He he was still an arm baby at the time. Yeah, but I had no choice. I know. But I knew. I was like, you ain't you ain't coming. That was, that was, hey, like I, I said, I you know that's the one time but, I can't come get you. But so. like I said, that's a whole another story, another show for another day. We'll mm-hmm. talk. With that that's gonna be our testimony show. Where we talk about how all of that happened. But um, when when I finally got into Bermuda. I was I was like, oh my goodness, I'm here. When I first landed there, it was hot. I almost suffocated because the heat, because I wasn't used to being so hot being in Bermuda. And um, once we got there, that was one of the hottest summers ever. It too. was one of July, the hottest summers. It was tw- August two thousand nine. Oh right. My, oh, the July ninth. I worked. I was working out in the sun. Oh my! It was hot. <laughs> so once we got there, and I got there, um, I was just happy to be with my husband because I knew I wanted our marriage to work. And in order for that to happen, I couldn't be absent. So, so I had to, I had to make a decision to. It wasn't just to make it clear. It wasn't because of my son at the time, because we didn't have the girls yet. So it wasn't because of my son. I I went. I went because I love Pedro, and I knew that's what I wanted. And so when my mom had asked me what you're going to do, I said, Well, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go and see how it works out. <laughs> even though it wasn't that I don't need easy, to laugh. I'm sorry. You know why? I'm, you know why I'm laughing. Even, I'm trying to be um, vulnerable right now. If he, even if it wasn't the the easiest, you know, decision for me at the time, I decided to to go and give it a try. Yeah, I appreciate that. I know. I know it's hard for you because you don't like change. Yeah. And um, change yeah. for me was hard. Oh, please, change for everybody was hard. I'm probably the only one that changes like the wind because I'm so used <laughs> to moving around. Right. I think growing up, a pastor's kid and a Bible worker's son. Change for me was like next to none because we just went we went to different places. We had to adjust right. in our lives so many different times, so many different ways, so many different countries, so many different states. But see, I was used so, to stability in my life. Just I was stable. Okay, but what I'm just saying is... I was is, not unstable. I was not unstable. I just, we went, you know, my father went to different churches. No, to what I'm saying is, Peter, you're the type of person, you'll get up and just, you'll, you'll, you'll just move. I'm not like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm I'm from one place and I'm settled right there. I stayed there for a minute. I still got. I'm still getting used to being here. Well, the thing is, for me, if you don't have the the gumption or the 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 belief that God has a different view and a way of life for you to go to, I'm going to try that way out. Especially if He's in, in impressing on me to try something different, because you could be in a situation it's just not working. Right, and it's up to you to decide: Am I going to stay in this situation and not work, mm-hmm. or am I going to go somewhere else and try something different? Right, and that's why I think a lot of times I've made my decisions based on that. Is that you know, and I've communicated that with you as saying you know, um, I, we need to try something different because this is just not working. And at the end of the day, I was I was a ride or die. I was going to go with Pedro no matter. You definitely what. ride or die. Right. So sometimes when, I wish I get rid of you now. <laughs> so when we was in Bermuda, <laughs> we um we got rebaptized when we got there. You know, after we found the church. Yeah, you got so, baptized. Well, I got baptized into the Seventh Adventist Church because mm-hmm. I wasn't always Adventist. I was Baptist. Um, my background was that. And once I joined into and learned about the Sabbath and how where it all came from and everything, that was a whole new, different chapter in my life. Our marriage even changed even for the better once for all of that as well because I was struggling between... Am I going to go to church on Sunday, or am I going to go on Saturday, on Sabbath? You know, because for me, I wasn't used to going to church on no Saturday. The Saturday was the weekend for me to do whatever I wanted to do. But once God had opened up my eyes, and I thought, I think coming, sorry to be so fast, coming to Bermuda slowed me down in the sense of even in my spiritual walk with God because it allowed me to actually pick up the Bible and read the Word 
and God start revealing so much to me. And that's and why communication breaks down because I agreed that it was before that, but you say it wasn't. But okay. I remember but specifically. Let, but let me get. But let me get back. That's the, whole, the reason we can't talk about that part because that that got something to do with the testimony part. I know, but, but I'm just anyway, saying. moving on. <laughs> Once I got to Bermuda, I really was able to, and I didn't have nobody, no no family or nothing there, but just PJ. I didn't really know no one. So once I got there, I was studying. Yeah, family. I, yeah, my sister. Pedro, that's your family. I'm talking Listen, about. My sister Lisa took you in. Like wait a minute. Nothing. Can we? Can, can I finish my Go story? Go ahead. Please? I apologize. See how Ruby's been. <laughs> so anyway, so once I, I'm talking about when I first got in Bermuda, whether it was your sister or not. At that time, I still didn't have no family at the time. No. Because that was your folks, not mine. Yeah. So anyway. So once I got there, I was studying the Bible. I started learning about the Sabbath. And I was like, oh, my goodness, how come I didn't know about this and all of this type of stuff? So we went to Somerset Church in Bermuda. We met Pastor Tone and, you know, started learning more lessons and all that, got baptized, and boom. Actually, on that point, why did you meet Pastor Tone? Could you actually for once in your life listen to me? Right. I started singing. <laughs> PJ starts, oh, my wife can sing. And I was like, No, 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 no. I didn't say Pastor Tall. I went to Brian. Right. And I told Brian that you could sing, and I took you. And once I took you to the church and you sang, that was it. That's all she wrote. Then you became more popular than me. Well, I was never really popular, but then you became real popular. Once they heard <laughs> know you could sing, right. then, you know, then you probably have more friends than me in Bermuda, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. But that's cool. But I, yeah, I, I, I don't mind. I love Bermuda for, for what it done for us in our marriage. It allowed us to grow and learn and learn each other even more because we was away from everything that was keeping us from doing what we needed to do in our marriage. And God brought good people in our life, Pastor Tone and who that was, Pastor Smith. We met so many, Dr. Brown. We met so many people that helped us oh, in we our did. marriage. Oh, by the way, we did. Who? We did do counseling. I forgot about that. I said that. I forgot. I <laughs> forgot about that. But you're right. Yeah, we did do you counseling. You got a mental block yeah. somewhere. Uh, yeah. I don't know why I forgot. Yeah, we did do counseling. Yeah, we did. We yeah. Did. Well, we did twice, actually, because well, we, we, I'm going to say this up front. Um, if it wasn't for Pastor Tall, I don't think Tara and I would have been together. No. Because we was at a point when she got there, our communication had totally broken down. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually um, had a big argument one night, and we was living in Bermuda. Mm-hmm. And it's, 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 as luck would have it, her mama had the police go <laughs> looking for me because they thought that they thought that, that I was holding her against her will. Right. And it was funny because the house we wait, lived wait, in. Mind right? you, my family wasn't used to having someone living abroad. Right. Okay, go back. So funny thing, the house that we lived in, you had to have a key to get in. It was, I always thought it was a safety hazard. But you had to have a key to get into the front gate. So when the police got there, they couldn't even come upstairs. So they, I don't know how they got a hold of us. Somebody called us something. And so that night, we had just gotten into a big argument. Tar was crying. And here come the police. And they showed up right as the right argument after you had the, And then you had as the argument ended. And what had happened when you said early in, um, when we were talking about communication, when you had threw something, he threw a lamp. And busted the lamp, yeah. To the wall. Yep. And so I was like, man, please come up into the house. Right. Tar's eyes blocked out red. Broken lamp on the ground. And they looking at us like we're, we're crazy as heck. Yeah, they was like, are you okay, ma'am? And they took you in a different like, room and was talking to you. Right, because the only reason I knew it was from my family from overseas because they called me by my maiden name, which is Tara Sharp. And I, nobody calls me that now. So when they was, I said, oh, 
that's my that's my family. My family did. That's that. not the first time your mama did that either. Right. You know my mama gangster. <laughs> you know she gangster. She I was called. Brother, knock on the door, tell my son. She was called the president. <laughs> she was called the president. Oh yeah. So I chopped you up and put you in bags. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, oh, I love Mama Sharp though. I love Mama Sharp. <laughs> so, I ain't mad at her. I, I laugh now. It's so look, funny, boy. My mama give her right shoe for somebody to touch. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I'm just saying, in the sense of um, when we had that argument uh, from that day, I was like, I didn't know what was going to happen. Is that when we met Pastor Tone? I mean, we got in touch with him the next day. Or something yeah, I think like we that? talked to Pastor Tone then, and then we went and had discussions with him, right, and everything like that, and. It just got us on the right path. And then we went to uh, Pastor Alonzo Smith, who right. sat us down. And the first thing he said is that we have to make a decision. Right. He said that... Because I wasn't um, baptized yet. He said um, that, <clears throat> look, I don't care if you're Baptist. I don't care if you're Adventist. I don't care if you're Pentecostal. But you need to pick a religion. You need to pick one thing and stick to it. Right. And Tara at that moment, which shocked me, said, I want to be Adventist. And I'm like, really? I, right. I remember saying it like this. <laughs> I looked at you like, right. and I was like, Really? And he was like, yeah, I've been reading, and I really want... Because uh, one thing I never did um, during the five years of our marriage, because this is 2010, right. was um, I never made um, Tara um, make a decision on being a Ventist. I never was like, you need to be a Ventist, you need to be this, you need to be that. Right. I just let her make a decision on her own. That, I, the reason why I did that more than anything else is because one thing the family always thought was that I was um, brainwashing her mm. into being a Ventus. And I never once said to her that she has to be a Ventus. I never once... We just went to church. We come home. We went to church on Sunday some days. I came home. Right. At that time, I was kind of off off and on, too, as an Ventus. I wasn't always, you know, I was kind of practicing the right way. So, um, you know, but when we talked to Pastor Smith and he told us that we need to make a decision... I think when she got baptized in March of 2010, because Sky was born in June. Right. Or was it April? Well, somewhere right before you had the baby, because you was, you was, you was kind of, you was pregnant. You was preg preg. You was prego when you got in the in the right. It may be the end month, stages June, of July, June. Yeah. Yeah, it was like April, May. Right. Um. I think that's where it started, where our communication level really went to another level, because then we started to, un I think we became one, right. in, in the sense of, we was all on the same page, we was all understanding each other, and no matter what issues or problems we may have had, because we still had issues, we still had problems, mm -hmm. it, didn't get, it didn't take it away. Right. You know, people think you get baptized, or people think you give your heart to the Lord, and all your problems go away, but I'm here to tell you, sometimes it, it gets like worse. It seemed like it came harder. Yeah, it? it came worse for a little bit. We had a little real rough, tough talk, but I think being that we had our heart and our mind on God, it helped us so much during that time, and it came at the right time. Right. Because we wouldn't have been together if it wasn't for that. Yeah. And so then the communication just became, um, it just grew and grew and grew, and that's when I started to be able to tell you things and right. um, express things of concern to you communication-wise and um, let you know what was going on and what was bothering me. Even right. if sometimes you didn't listen, and sometimes I didn't listen, right. so we still had those issues of communication. But like I said, it's just a work in progress. It's just something you continually work with in a marriage. Right. We just continue to just um, grow and try to listen to each other, and not always take offense. I think sometimes as people, 
when somebody gives you criticism, you, your first reaction is to be defensive. Right. And you don't have to be defensive sometimes in life. You you know, sometimes the person's telling you out of love. Like, God tells us things out of love. Right. He tells us what to do out of love. He's not telling us because he wants to hurt us. We tell this to our children. Well, I'm not telling you this to hurt you. I'm not telling this because, you know, I want you to, 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 to not succeed. I'm telling you this because... Um, I want you to be a better person. I want you to be a better person for yourself. I want you to be a better person for our kids. I want you to be a better person for me. And once we, once um, your spouse understands that, communication becomes easier because then they won't get so offended by what you're telling them at right. that time. Right. Because it's just like sometimes, you know, they just, you know, Tara tell you, I tell her straight. Like, you know, hurt her feelings or not, I'll tell her straight. <laughs> but she knows that I'm communicating that way because, number one, that's the only way I know how. Right. And um, I'm doing out of love. I don't feel like being around the bush. Right. Ty has a habit of, like, wanting to tell me a story before she tells, gets to a point. <laughs> I don't like I just say, could you get to the point? I don't need, I don't need a background story. Because I've been just probably sat on it for the day. So yeah, like, yeah, so you're trying okay. to figure out a way to break it to me easy. I'm right. like, just tell me already. <laughs> just, just, you know, just rip the band-aid off. Let's go. Right. Let's figure it out, and then we move on to the next subject. I mean, that's that's just 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 the way I think. Right. But the um, whole time that we was in Bermuda, though, we we really we we grew so much, and I was just from where we came from, living in the states, and how broken we was, leaving in the states, and then coming to Bermuda, totally changed our lives. It changed our lives for the better. And then UK. You seem to adjust a little bit better here, too, but yeah. again, you just... I think because you lived in Bermuda all that time, UK has been a little bit easier. Yeah. But you're still adjusting. Yeah. You're still very skeptical of people. Well, yeah, because the people here are different. Yeah, well, it's a different culture. Yeah, the people... Yeah. I don't have as many friends, you know... You that, have friends here. Yeah, but I'm saying not, like, that I hang out with or something Well, that's because like that. most of them are in London. Yeah, so we need to move to London. But I'm just saying... <laughs> Get a job when we can. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, my children I, and my and what I do right now is my job. Oh, definitely, so. and I appreciate you for that mm-hmm. because without that, I can do half the stuff I do. Yeah. So I'm I'm not I'm making light of it, but you know how I feel about that because I tell you all the time you communicate to me the stress that you feel right would not be able to to um, what's the word um, contribute to this marriage the way I want to in a financial the way you way. want to, but right. it's not always about financially. It's about it's about mentally. It's about our kids being well-rounded. Right. Our kids would not be so well-rounded and um, loving and caring and just the good kids that they are if they didn't have their mother with them 24-7 right. to be home when they got home from school, to make sure they eat every night, to make right. sure they get up in the morning and have a... I mean, you get up and make breakfast for them and things like that and make lunch for them in the morning. I'm still asleep. I get up and I take them to school. I mean, that's just the routine we have. That's right. just the way it works. I put them to bed. So we all have our place in this marriage. But that's just how we, we communicated that with each other right. from, the, from the jump. So we knew what the parameters were right. before we even started. Right. I mean, okay, being this is what I'm home, willing to do. This right. is what I'm willing not to do. Being an at-home mom is, you know, I didn't fi- at first I found, I found it to be hard. But now I'm like, now that I see the results of my children... And how our family has really rounded in a spiritual way, you know, being that, nat- that nature and mother that I try to be to them and for them, you know, it's something that I'm still learning this day to try to be a better mother and how to, if I'm upset about something, even with them, to learn how to express myself in a way that they're not getting. Because sometimes I feel 
if I'm talking to them and if I'm upset, I have to calm myself down because then they react to how I'm reacting. And I communicate that with you because right. I see with me it doesn't bother me because I think skin I just look at you like you're crazy and walk away. <laughs> but the kids it bothers them, so I say, yeah. Ty, you need to calm down. Right. Don't ever out of anger communicate to the kids. Communicate right. on an even tone, an even keel. Right. And then just take your time, take a deep breath, mm-hmm. and then just and then talk to them because right. talking to them is the best thing that we could do. Again, that's communicating. So it's not just communicating marriage with each other, but also communicating with our children, with right. your children, anybody's children. Right. Um, communication is key in the marriage, too. You need to communicate better with your children to make sure that they understand where you're coming from. Right. Um, we believe in our family, communication is key to the sense of that we tell them everything. Right. I've told my children about all my escapades when I was younger, when I was older. Um, I've not told them everything because I'm not crazy, but <laughs> I have told them but stuff in that timing. I've yeah. told them stuff that some parents would be like blushing and saying, you really told your kids that? And I'm like, yeah, because I want them to understand that they know where I'm coming from. I want them to understand um, that, we make you know, that we make mistakes, but I'm still a better person for it now because I learned over the years that if I had known half the stuff that I, that my parents had done now, I may not do some of the things that I did back then. Right. So I believe in telling them so that when they get older, they can say, wait a minute, if I do this, this is what may happen. Right. I'm not saying it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that they're even going to think that because at the time they may be thinking, you know, with other parts of their body or other parts of their head or just not thinking at all. But I just hope that God would like impress them and be like, look, you remember what your father, remember what your mama said back, right. you know, when you was 11 or when you was 13 or 15 or whatever age they are, um, you know, maybe you don't need to do that. So that's why I communicate with them about past relationships, past transgressions that I've had, past um, things that I've gotten into trouble with, um, with the police, with um, Tower, with my ex-wives. Um, I don't really hold anything back um, with them because I just feel communicating in that way is key also in the marriage because it allows them to be well-rounded in our marriage. Because it's not just Tara and myself. We have right. the three kids right. that make up our marriage. Mm-hmm. And so with that, we all have to be on the same page. We all have to be under under the same understanding in this marriage right. because they are part of this marriage. And when you have kids, they never ask to be a part of it. They join because you made them. Well, God, God bless made you God blessed you with them. So therefore, it's only... I think it's only right that they have an understanding about how the marriage is. Right. Plus, I'm hoping that when they get older, it will teach them how to handle their marriage in a civilized and a better way right. than we did when we first got together. Right. And they won't have the same issues that we had or the same problems that we had right. in the first years of our marriage. Because right. I'll say, honestly, we've been married 16 years. Yeah. Ten of those are pretty rocky. Yeah, it was. Ten of those, definitely. We started to get good maybe the right before you left Bermuda. Right. And when you left Bermuda, you shouldn't have left. But <laughs> yeah. that's another story. Yeah. That's part of the testimony. That's part of the testimony. But I did communicate that with you. Right. Other people communicated that with you. Right. But you were stubborn. Yeah. So you went, and I still did everything I had to do to make sure you were straight. Right. But we was right at that point of actually getting right. Mm-hmm. I think once we came here, we definitely, the past four years have definitely been 
So I say actually 12 years. So I say the last four and a half years we've been here. Right. Our marriage has been stronger than ever. I think. Right. And then I think with the pandemic happening, that, that really, really wow. um, helped us with the communication because then it allowed me, it, it opened up my avenue to be more communicative to you right. and things and to let you know what was going on and to let you know this is what's happening, this is what's not happening, this is what we can do, this is what we cannot do. Right. Um, and learning to be around each other all the time, you know, it can be nerve-wracking sometimes, but I, but I say with the, the pandemic, we learning to have patience. Yeah, because I was stuck around you because I don't like being around you. As <laughs> long as I know you're in the house, I'm good. Yeah, whatever. I like yeah. going to work. Yeah. Work is my safe, my safe haven. Right. When I go to work, I get peace and quiet. Mm. You already know how I feel about that. Right. <laughs> I don't got oh, nobody yeah. saying, can I have some cereal? Can I have some juice? Can I have this? Can no, I, that, know, that's 24-7, okay? Yeah, so. whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tina on. Hi, Tina. Yeah, I saw Tina. Daisha's on too. Hi, Daisha. Oh, hi, Daisha. Sonia. Hey, Sonia. And Ms. Norma. Oh, Theo said he's waiting on us to come to London. Dude, get us a job and we'll come. We'll get Tara a job and we'll come. Ah. We need to get we need to get um in with the Aventus um we need to get with um the Aventus um community. Yeah. In London so we can get a place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, Theo. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying. Does. You he know, does. I'm saying it on a in an indirect way, but a direct way. Right. Yeah. But um, hi Sonia. She said, "Hey, <laughs> <laughs> how's those grandchildren? I know they're getting big." Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, communication has really been a big thing um for us. That really has gotten better. Yeah, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely over the years. Um, definitely. And I, the thing is that when we was in Bermuda, nobody knew the troubles. If they only knew. <laughs> the times we had miscommunication and you had to get up there to sing. Right. And I don't know if that helped you sing better. No, you know what it was? One time I had to sing in church um, at Somerset Church, and we had just had an argument, like, before, I remember. We, before yeah. we left home. And I was, oh, I was I just dropped you so off at the front of the church. Man, you dropped me off. I said, just I almost, I almost probably I pulled like, off before you even got off the car. I was like, um... <laughs> I was like, I think I was pulled off before you got out the car. I was like, let me out this car. And I jumped out because I said, I'm late anyway because we was always late on Sabbath morning. Sabbath, it, Why? Because you had to do your hair. Well, at that time, I didn't have locks. So anyway, mm. moving on. So by the time I'm running in, you know, having to sing and having to sing a solo that day was like, all I could think about is our argument. But when I, when I'm, when I tell you God was in the midst, I started singing and all of it that just kind of went, just kind of went. And so once that that church, I think it was good we went to church because once we got home, we you was think? able to. Oh, you know. Well, I know. But once okay. we got home, we looked at each other and we sat and we talked. And I was like, look, I said what I said. You said what you said. You know, let's just move on. Because we always had people over I at our house. I ain't moving on. You get on my nerves, woman. <laughs> we always had people over at our house. But if people only knew half the time, sometimes we have arguments and I have to sing or I have to do something, how sometimes your mind don't always be there because people go through stuff. And you don't always see it. Pastors, preachers, singers, whoever. You know what I'm saying? You'll never know what people are going through through that moment, you know, when you're up there. And, man, listen. I would say one thing when it came, like our communication, coming here to the U.K., I miss Bermuda. I miss my friends. I miss everybody there because we loved you guys. We was all so cool. But um, we, I think when we moved to, to the U.K., we had that same expectation, and it was not there. It wasn't. At all. And I think Z- that zero. 
And I mean, I think, connecting with the people here was different. That That's why our communication got better, too, because we had no choice but to communicate to each other because we had nobody else to talk I to. Say it was more, <laughs> I say it's more the people in the north that we, uh, the north of, in, you know, the UK, that we have more hard for us to connect with them. But the people more in London, we connected with them more on a, it was a different type of connection. You know, we connect with them better. Do you think so? I know so. Yeah. Yeah, and some of them, and some of the people from the north that we know are gonna see this, but well, you know what? My this cousin's is, calling me from London. Listen, this is wrong. Okay, this is wrong. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying nothing against them. I'm just saying we just don't have that connection that we like. We went to London last a couple of weeks ago, and we yeah. were down there the week, and it was just a feel we had when we saw some of the friends down in London it was totally different than what we see up here. Yeah. And I don't. I don't know what why that is. It's just. What it is, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, Maybe we should move on. Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, yes, we did, Sheldon. Oh, please. Sheld- yes, Sheldon and Bolton. That's our buddy. That's our family. Yes, we didn't forget about we you. We're, talking about you we're guys. not talking about you guys. <laughs> Get off your feelings, man. Sheesh. Whatever. Corey, Corey said, this ministry is awesome. Glad you guys are doing it. Yes. You know, this is something that we decided to do. I said, Pedro, when are we going to um, go on and just talk about stuff? And he was like, whatever. So I said, let's do it today. So I made a little poster. And actually, our friend Sheldon that's here, he had actually asked me, like, what, about a couple of days ago, when are you guys going to do something? And we finally, I said, let's do it. I thought about it. And so let's, you never know. You never know who we helping in the process, right, babes? Yes. I'm sorry. I'm, talk, I'm texting um, Rika to let her know that we're on Facebook to come on. Oh, okay. Sorry. My apologies. See, that's communication. I'm letting her know what I'm doing. Yeah. In the past, I would say, look, I'm just doing something. Leave me alone. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, definitely. I I, um, I think that's more than anything. That, I think, see, God puts you in places sometimes where you have no choice but to do things that you feel uncomfortable and take you out of your comfort zone. And I think moving to the U.K. definitely took us both out of our comfort zone. Right. Because even adjusting here in the U.K. was hard for me because... I'm going to be real. I've never seen so many white people in my life. Mm. I'm just going to get in and say it. Um, well, up, up this way. Growing up in New York. It's every, well, yeah. Up More here. Up this yeah. Way, yeah. Growing up in New York and Bermuda and Alabama. And, you know, you see white people. You know, you see, you know, the rednecks in their, ja- in their trucks so with the guns. you can't say redneck. Why not? Because it's not. It's okay, politically correct. You see the... The, the, the people the, of different the colors. The people? The couple of the, 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 the... The Caucasians? No, just, you know, people of different... <laughs> oh, my, different races. Different okay, races. I apologize. I'm oh, my not, goodness. Listen, I don't mean it in a bad way, but you see the folks of different ethnicities <laughs> in their trucks with their guns hosted on the back, uh, you know, and their overalls and their toothpick. And, um, you know, and but then got over here and was like, I saw no black folk. The only black folk we, like, because oh, over here, folks, um, in the U.K., um, what we would say is a Muslim, they say is Asian. So we had to get used to that. And then um, it was just different. It was just a different communication. It was just a com- different culture here, totally. No, one thing I noticed, when we out and we see... Black uh, folks. We see black people. Yeah, that everybody be happy to see another we black folk. We look at folks. each other like, oh my goodness, there's another black folk. Be like, what's up? Yo, what's up? <laughs> you know, almost, almost before COVID, we're going to run over to him and be like, give him a pound and stuff. Uh-huh, Except for we went to that one black church. That was weird. Yeah. We went to that one African church. Yeah. That was that was some freakiness right there. <laughs> I'll never go back to that church again. I ain't going to say the name of the church, but Lord, they was 
They was touching on the children's hair like they never seen hair like that before. Okay, moving on. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? It's the truth. <laughs> it was weird. I was like, we need to get out of this church before we get molested or something. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I'm being honest. <laughs> oh, that's my cousin Donna. That's your, that's Hi, your cousin? cousin Donna. Thank you. Yeah. Pedro, you know Pedro is unfiltered. You know he don't care. They don't Thank you, Miss Bender. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for your kind words. You met her a long, 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 long time ago. I'm not telling you what church, Kristen. No, I'm not. <laughs> Kristen, don't be texting me on my phone. Text the chat. Don't text me on my phone and ask me what church. Yeah, I blew you up like that. You should have known I was going to do that. Don't even do that. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, unfil- I'm not. Ch- I'm not taking up. That's right, just right. Because we don't even say Washington Redskins anymore. We say Washington team. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Okay. Pedro, you got to do better. You got to do watch what? the words you say. What words? Are some not saying Look, I, I, I coach Pedro I'm before we least, do things. I'm the least you racist know, person in the world. On, I don't care who. I don't care if you're purple, blue, black, or green. Depending I don't on, care. A person's a person. Pedro, can I talk, please? No. Depending on where we go, <laughs> I had to be like, look, Pedro, you have to behave. You can't watch what you say, number one. And don't say everything. And then most times I have to give him the eye. Like, don't work. <laughs> don't work. Because <laughs> once I, he just put, somebody just put, when I get, when he starts, yes. Theo did. Yep, when I start, that's it. I ain't stopping. You done right. I'm not stopping. I, when we out places sometimes, I have to be like, Pedro, like, you know better? What? Like when we got on the bus in Bolton? And those people were kicking, and I was like, what's that smell? And I was like, they was all sitting there acting like there was no smell. I'm sorry. Don't be honest. put us off the bus. And they didn't put us listen, off the bus. There was a smell. I, how long I have been in, in the Look, UK when that happened? You almost passed out of the week. smell. You had almost passed out. You was like, oh, my allergies. Oh, my thing. Oh, my that. I'm like, uh-uh. Let's walk. I got, we got off the bus and walked, didn't we? We ended up getting off the next stop and walk. <laughs> because my allergies started acting up because they were stanky. Listen. I'm just, I just believe in being real. I want people to be real with me, and I'll be real back. That's all I say. <laughs> listen. That's I'm, right, Corey. I'm being true to the world. Really, That's right. For, I'm some, for some reason, maybe it's just a culture thing, but sometimes they don't, I don't know if they believe in vague, bad. No, but it's not even that. You know what Corey just said? You know what? Being true to the word. And Corey knows me from back in Bermuda. I haven't changed. And I won't, it's not like I changed when I came here. <laughs> It's not like I changed when I went to Bermuda. I was the same. I've always been the same person. I think that's why sometimes, I think that's, you know what? I just thought about that. I think that's why communicating, I've communicated too strongly sometimes. I think sometimes that, um, Tell up north, no, I've, been too, I've been too, 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 what's the word? I've been too raw you know. for the people in the north, and, wait, and they don't know how wait, to handle wait, it. Tell them about the first time you first got your first job here. When you was working at that oh, home. Oh, when I told the lady? No, yeah. not the home in the hospital? No, you was working in a group home or something. And I told them that they're abusing the elderly? No, in Middleton. When you worked at, you worked oh, at. That's, oh, that's not even worth discussing. That's not even worth discussing. Whatever. Them people didn't that's know what was worth. coming. They, that's, that, see, I, you, you, see, you know what? For once, I'm actually filtering myself. Because if I don't, <laughs> I'm, gonna get, I'm really going to get in trouble. Because then again, people are going to think I'm being, you know, different things that I'm not. Okay. Because so, this has okay, nothing to do with This has nothing to do with that. Exactly. <laughs> but um, now you got me off my, off my thing. <laughs> Theo said, encourage him. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't need no encouragement, trust me. She Look, has to slow me down. I pray for Pedro daily, okay? All day. All day, every day? Listen. That's why I love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look at her blush. Ah! Oh, my 
I got a little tear. <laughs> Whatever. What you doing out here? <laughs> I'm going to die here banging on stuff. <laughs> Sit there, be quiet. <laughs> it is you. I can see over there. You're not invisible. Yeah. <laughs> it's the future you? Okay. All oh, right. my goodness. But, uh, yeah, like, so, you know, it's funny because, so, as I, I didn't even think of it like this till you brought this up, but communication in our marriage is commu- it's so many different types of communication. It's just so broad. In the commu- first, you know, it's just with each other, but just so broad and just communicating in every single I just know one facet. thing. I don't, I really try to not go to bed, you know, try to go to bed not angry. I try to make sure we had a good space. So when we lay down at night, hopefully, God willing, we're able to see each other again. Yeah? Yeah. Because if you hold on to that anger while you're sleeping, I know for me, I can't sleep. I can sleep like and a I'm baby. waking you up like Pedro. Let's talk about it. I'll this. be sleep like a baby. I'll be knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> and you be just sitting over there. You know why? Because I don't go. I don't go to bed mad. Because see, this this is the thing. This is what I'm talking about. See, we have a disagreement. It's called a disagreement. We're not going to agree. You're your own person. I'm not, I'm my own person. Hmm. We're not always going to agree with the conversation or agree with the with the opinion that, or the situation that we are in. I think we, communication, I forgot my thought. Oh, yeah, communication, like I said, is, you know, I don't be mad at you like that. I don't, I don't, I really try not to, you know how I am. I can sit there, cut it down. I can sit there and tell you off and then five minutes later come back and give you a hug mm. and, and put my hand in your lap and you're like, what the, what the heck you doing? Yo, watch like, your language, language, language. I said, what the heck you doing? Oh, H-E-L-L. I, no, it sounded like you said... H-E-L-L. I was about to say... Well, what, yeah, like, but I was about to say... Yeah, and I was just saying, it sounded like you was going to cuss. That's not a curse word. It is a cuss word. No, that's like... You know what? Don't get me started with that now. Don't get me started because you know D-A-M-N is not a curse word. That's what I was about to say. you in the South. you in the South think that that word is a curse word. I was about to say it's Sabbath. It's not Sabbath yet. You're way off. Um, excuse me. Today's Um, You know, oh, yeah, actually, I'm going to keep it. Excuse my language, but damn is not a curse word. Yes, neither is hell. Yes, no, it's it not. That's a southern Depending thing. Depending on how you say it. That's a southern context thing. Is. Okay, you know, moving on. That's a southern thing. Okay. Whatever. I will stick to that. We'll never agree to that. Okay. We haven't. Uh, see, that's a dis- disagreement. But this is what I'm trying to tell you. I don't want to. We have to be careful what we model to our children, then, don't we? I don't say in front of the kids that much. <laughs> okay. Oh, my yeah. goodness. I'm so sick of you. Sit and be still. Kaya, go upstairs, please. You heard your mama. Go upstairs. I'm counting. One. Two. No, you're not going to. I'm counting. I'm on two. Three. Up the stairs. Thank, Thank you. you. Up the stairs. What? Okay, thank you. Bye bye. This is why I don't want girls. We got good girls. Lock on the door. Mm. What's so, do you cut half the world of damnation? What? <laughs> I'm not understanding that question. Say that. What, what do you mean, Sheldon? Uh, but like I said, it's, you know, you can talk forever about communication. I, oh, I, he was I, saying, also, hell is a noun. <laughs> 
Yeah, there you go. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Exactly. It's not a bad word. Okay. People want to say H E double hockey sticks. Come on. Just say the word. Okay. Just saying. You know, what the, what the heck? Four letters, but different. But, you know, like I said, um, just always communication is always key in any thing that I you I think do. in any relationship. In any relationship. Mm-hmm. And and communication, not even in marriage, but communication in anything. With your friends, mm-hmm. with your family, mm-hmm. with anything. I you know, I believe but that's what I was saying. I think that the way I communicate You're right, Sheldon. Um, in the in in the way I communicate it. Yes, it is. Well, it's a donkey. You said an animal. It was actually a donkey, but yes. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to say that word because I will get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to get me in trouble, Sheldon. Mm-hmm. You stop that. Bleep, bleep. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I was th- um, I think the way I communicate can be a little rough sometimes, and I do admit that. And I think that's why it rubs some people the wrong way, especially up here in the north, because they seem to be not really more sensitive. They just seem to be more... Um, Conscious. People are sensitive, period, don't they? Conscious or more, more not want to hurt other people's feelings. Where it's not that I don't want to hurt other people's. And we had the discussion on a while back. Right. Not that I want to hurt other people's feelings. I just believe that if you're just real to yourself and to people, right, and you communicate that way, then everybody know who you are. Right. That's what I was talking about earlier about. Um, my communication has always been very straightforward. Wherever I live, U.S., Bermuda, here, I don't think I've changed at all in that sense. Right. Um, I probably have changed a little bit here where I don't communicate as, as harsh. I've learned to communicate better with you. Um, I think in the past, as we talked about that, in the past when we communicated, if you came at me hard, I would come back at you hard. H- but, harder. Yeah, or harder. Because I'm a guy, it was, it was always rougher. Mm-hmm. So I've learned to be more, which is weird because now that I'm softer about it, you make fun of me. No, you, you know, and sometimes I'd be suspecting for you to be that old person. When I see that you have changed, like you're a whole new person now, and to, I guess I'm still adjusting. Well, it's been years. When are you going to adjust? Thank you. (laughs) You can't even respond. (laughs) Like, when are you going to adjust? I've shown over the years, not just years, that I'm not going to respond that way. And that's that's where it comes where I was talking about earlier, that you can't always think. I think sometimes we have this conception of people. (laughs) <laughs> and we think that they're gonna, they're gonna respond a certain way, and so we don't say things. Mm. And that's what that's what your communication now. That's what we're still working on. That's what you don't communicate sometimes that's true. because you think that I'm gonna respond like I did in 2009 that's when, we, true. Um, when we first moved to Bermuda, right. or when we first got married, right. or you know, 2012 or whatever. You just you don't look at how I respond now. You don't give me a chance to show that I can respond in a better way. That's true. And I think that communication, that's where the communication can break down. And I'll say that to you. I'll say, you know, Todd, if you don't give me a chance to show you, how am I supposed to show you? Well, I have to be willing to to right. be that's able on to you. see you in that way. But why not? That, <clears throat> I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Mm. But that's okay. God is working on me in it. He's working on me. What did Theo say, Peter? He said, most of my friends up north are worse than you. You're just not met them yet. Who told 
Who told you to go so deep in North? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, you know what? You know, know what? No, no, no. We didn't pick it. Actually, Phil, we didn't pick this. It was God brought me here. I swear it was because, like Tyler said, you have to realize something. When I left Bermuda, I got in trouble. We gotta talk about that. And we're talking about it in the testimony. Mm-hmm. I got in trouble, but I didn't really leave Bermuda because of that. I left Bermuda because I just felt that there was nothing more there for me besides my friends. But I just felt we needed a change. Tara had left and moved to the U.S., and I was by myself, and it made me go into a deep depression. And like I said, that's another testimony in itself. But um, when I moved here, I lived in Leicestershire for a month in an Airbnb, and then God blessed me to find a place in Bolton. <coughs> and um, and I only did that because some friends of ours were supposed to move to Bolton, but they never did. And then I decided, you know what? Um, I started working in Huddersfield because... Um, God blessed me to meet somebody who never even met me before in their life named Radcliffe Shakes and Cyril Shakes. Mm-hmm. And um, the pastor <coughs> came up to us, to me, and said, because Ty wasn't here yet. Wait a minute, who had you? introduced you to who? It was Penny. Yeah, Penny introduced Penny me. Steed. Yeah, Penny Steed. David, yeah, Pastor. David's um, pastor's um, Steed's um, sister. Um, um, yeah, sister, who unfortunately passed away a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, she introduced me to them. And uh, actually introduced me to Sarah. Sarah <coughs> didn't know me from a hole in the wall. Mm. And she said, what do you do? And I said, well, I'm a phlebotomist, healthcare, ECG tech. Right. She was like, all right. She went to her husband, said to her husband, look, I just met this young man in church, blah, blah, blah. You need to get him a job at the hospital. And um, he went to his boss. Like I said, didn't know me from Adam. And talked to his boss. And the boss said, because the boss loved him so much, I mean, not in that way, but just in a way of just loved him in, in a platonic way. Right. Um, had me come in an interview. And one thing God has always blessed me with is the gap of talking. Definitely. And interviewing. Mm-hmm. I could just, that's another testimony. I could tell you stories about that, about how I got jobs just because I could talk. And <laughs> um, I went in, I just sold myself, and she loved me, and I started driving from Bolton back and forth, back and forth, and it was just so much that I said, look, we got to move closer. So we went on, we was looking for places. And believe it or not, I know God brought us here because we've been looking to move now, and we can't find anything. And it's just like when God we saying wasn't no. looking, when we wasn't looking right. um, for this place here, it just popped up on Guntree. And then we came, I came over, saw the place. Todd right. didn't like it because it was still in, in construction. Right. And I said to look, you got to look at the house. You got to just look at the what it could be like. Right. And um, we moved here, and that's how we ended up in the north. Right. And that's why we've been here for so long, mm-hmm. for four, four years now. Yep. But I think when it's time for us to move further south, God is going to open, God will open the doors. I always tell you that. I say yeah. God will open the doors when the time comes. That's See, that's – I always communicate this to Tara is that I just believe God will direct us in the way that we need to go and everywhere right. we need to do. Mm-hmm. Everything I have done in my life mostly has been based on, I've, I admit I've done some things where I wanted to do it, but when it comes to things like this, I let God lead because you can, I could force us and move to London and then next thing you know, we're, we're like in debt and we're struggling again and things like that. And, you know, since being in Halifax, God has really blessed us and um, been with us and just, in so many ways, blessed our marriage right. and our communication and our relationship with him and our relationship with each other and our children and just um, totally 
has opened up doors and opened up ways that we never thought was even possible. Right. So, um, with that in mind, I just know that, you know, that this is definitely, the communication has definitely been better because of it. Right. And I'm just thankful that we was able to, you know, to get into that, that space that we are now when it comes to communication. Right. And like I said, he was still learning because, like, we just learned right. that Tyler still has a problem communicating somewhat because she thinks I'm still going to react to old Pedro. But, you know, that, that goes to, like, our, test, your, our testimony that we're going to share yeah. probably in our next um, show. In our next show, yeah, because Theo said I can't wait to hear. We're going to talk about our testimony in our next show. Bye, Norma. Have a good day, Bye, Norma. Thank you so be much for tuning in. Be safe out there and as a nurse. Be safe and, and, and well. Um, take care of yourself and your patients and your co-workers. Yep. And we'll be praying for you as always. But yeah, so in our next show, we are going to talk about um, our testimonies and the things we went through. It's very, it, it got some, it got some dark moments and it got some, you know, some light moments. Most of my testimony is dark. I don't think I have any good. <laughs> it's got some <laughs> only, good moments. My good moments when God took me out of the darkness, but right. most of it is dark. <laughs> but the, either way, we're going to talk about that because we're not afraid to share because we never oh, know no. who we helping. I'm not afraid to share at all. Yeah. I should probably overshare. <laughs> so yeah. <clears throat> so we'll talk about that in our next. So I'll make a post about it. And, um, yeah. And probably we'll in a couple of weeks it. because next weekend we have a birthday yeah. party. Yeah, next weekend we're going to be away. So maybe the next following year weekend. Koa. Yeah. Koa. But we will post and let you guys know because we really want to share that. And You don't have to do it on Sunday. We can do it another day, you know. Yeah. I mean. Sunday's probably the best time. Yeah, because people really... Let us know what you guys think. When is the best time to when do it? When would be the best time for us to do another show, guys? Let us know. Would it be during the week? Would it be on, on, a week, on a weekend? You know, definitely not on Sabbath, because Sabbath, I dedicate all my rest time to that. And I'm fortunately, I'm not very fortunate that I'm doing a program talk, Talking Points on Facebook with Pastor Ray a. Patrick. So tune in there at 5 o'clock, 5 at to 5 7. 5 o'clock, 5 to 7 on Ray Patrick Facebook. That's right. Uh, we at talk Vintage about Radio real things. Vintage Radio London mm-hmm. for those, the app. I'm doing a little plug-in right now. <laughs> but it's really a good show, guys. You know, the funny thing, uh, getting off the communication for a minute, the funny thing about that is that I never thought that I would actually do something like this. And because I'm, you know, as much as I like to talk, I like to talk under the, under, undercover, as mm. they say. I'm not a, you know, I'm, uh, yeah. So this is now has brought me out, out into the open. Right. And it's not an easy thing because doing radio is very hard. Mm. But I'm learning to adjust to it, um, yeah. I think more than anything, sometimes I find when we're doing certain shows that it hits home sometimes, it affects me that I lose my place in my mind right. because I'm thinking about my testimony and thinking about where I've been. And then the pastor asks me a question, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> you know, so it's like, but I'm, I think I'm learning and I'm getting better. I'm hoping I'm getting better at it. I'm hoping that I can you are, be a better, a better, in a better place in the future. But I really am enjoying the opportunity that they gave me. Um, my co-hosts, um, Angela and, um, oh my goodness, her name will lose me at the moment, Zenia. Zenia, um, yeah. Yeah, but like I said, join us every Sabbath evening, 5 p.m. UK time, on Ray, Ray Patrick Facebook Live, or vintage. you can, a Vintage Radio, you'll hear us live, live from yeah. 5 to 7, where we're doing the same thing we're talking about now. We'll talk about real things. We talk about abuse, addiction, um, church, mm-hmm. family, relationships, religion. Yeah. We talk about everything, and it's really a, it's a really good program, and I think it can bless somebody. 
So I just wanted to put that out there. So yeah, so our next show, um, let us know, guys, if if this. Sunday, hey, um, hi, Camelita. Camelita. Hi, Camelita. Let, let us know if Sunday worked for you guys, because we really would like to share it with a, as many people as we can, and to just get it out there, you know, just to share our testimony. I think it's important. God gave us these mouths and tongues and teeth to share. So that's one thing I really want to do. Um, right, Bates? Maybe we can have more light next time, because I look like I'm in the in the dark. Pedro, oh. you light skinned and you won't show these lights. <laughs> so anyway, moving on. Just because your teeth don't live in that show, don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so God, we I think we kept you guys too long. What do you think? Actually, no, on, on the Facebook, it's actually um light, because I can see on the t- computer it looks dark, right, but right. over here it's light, so it's not too bad. So guys, we didn't kept you guys too long tonight. So, But yeah, so the main thing, guys, just pray and ask God to help you guys through your marriage, through your relationships, friendships, to open up that communication and to um, yeah, just talk and just say how you feel without holding back. Yeah, so we're going to go back to And never go to bed angry. Oh. <clears throat> I did want to bring one thing, one more thing about communication. Communication is always good, but communication is always good between two people mm. and not everybody else. <clears throat> right, right. One thing we learned over the years is mm. that you do not communicate to your family about any issues or problems that you're having. Right. Keep it to yourself. Mm-hmm. If you and your wife or you and your husband cannot work it out, then guess what? It just won't work. Right. Don't ever bring in an outside influence for communication because that would just totally disrupt the communication that you have between your husband and your wife. Yeah. Because what ended up happening is that, say if Tom went and told her mother something, then the mother will hold that against me and not like me. And if she already don't like me, it makes it even worse. <laughs> and the same thing goes for me. If right. I tell my mother something, right. oh, Tara did this, Tara did that, then, you know, then it's the same it's the same concept of that, what we do to each other, which is we, even though I'm different now, she still remembers me how I was. And so sometimes, like trigger words, and that's what it is. It's just trigger words. Triggers, if, yeah. if, I, if I move a certain way or if I say a certain thing, or if I just stand up suddenly, or if I just walk away suddenly. Sometimes I think that triggers my wife to think that I'm going to react the same way I have in the past, but I right. won't. And that's and you know the funny and the sad part is that I don't even get mad at her because I know what what it is 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 scary because she just hopes that it doesn't come back. And you no matter how much you know it may not come back, or you know that the person's different, and we're communicating better now. Right. The past always haunts us on the things that we that we have seen or what we have done. Right. And then you you sit there and you're just like, man, you know, even like with Todd, when she gets... See, I've learned, when she used to get emotional, Isaac just gets so frustrated. But now I just realized that that's just my wife. My wife is very emotional. Like I said earlier, she'll shoot first, ask questions later. Right. So she can shoot all day long. I'll take I'll take the hits, and then I'll come back and say, look, and she and she knows this to be true. I won't even come back that same day. So I, I'll communicate a day later. Or even, you know, God has a strange way. Sometimes we'll, have, we'll get an argument. And we, we, we're not mad at each other, but we're just not happy with each other. And then like a day later, two days later, something will happen where something will happen, the same thing she got mad at me will happen to her. And then I'll, I'll react this totally different way. And I'll say, you know, the way you reacted earlier, like a day or two ago, I really didn't like it. And then we're able to sit down and have a healthy dialogue of right. the communication of what happened. Mm-hmm. And, I, and it's just weird because it always happens that way. Yeah. It never fails. It always happens that way. And 
that's how we communicate sometimes. Right. And like I said, it's just, you know, so keep the communication between yourself. Right. But always know and understand and always um, always know and understand and always agree to disagree because yeah. we're not the same person. Right. Tower is totally different from me. I'm totally different from Tower. And we love each other. Mm-hmm. I hope. Of course. I don't know. Sometimes really? I wonder. But anyway, <laughs> like I said, um, I know that we're different. So you just have to learn to compromise. And that's where I think it's not really being submissive. I think it's more just compromising. Right. I don't need you to be submissive. I just need you to compromise. You need to be submissive I, in something. No, I don't need you to be. I really don't. I want you to. I, we've, had, we've had arguments and we've had discussions. And I've said something to you, and all I want you to say is, okay. That's it. That's all I want you to just say, okay, or yes, or no. That's it. And I'm happy. Right. I don't need the whole other stuff that you bring into the, to the conversation. Right. All I, and I tell you, you'll go on and on and on, and I'll say, why could you just say okay? Mm. But I didn't want to say okay, because that's not what I was feeling. Remember those words? Just, just, okay, okay, there you Thank go. Thank you. Holding um, on I'm, to the past. I'm not holding on to the past. I'm being honest. Oh, my goodness. Whatever. Move on. So, like I said, you know, so, and more than anything else, we communicate with God, and with God, communication is key, mm-hmm. and that will that would be the main purpose of communication in a marriage and in a relationship and in anything that you have to do work-wise, children-wise, family-wise, yep. friends-wise. Um, I didn't realize, as I'm thinking, like communication is such a broad spectrum of, of things. Yeah. And, you know. It's and, long. It's long. Yeah. And we, and we, I was looking up, well, I know about this already, but we, um, We communicate to assist each other, not to bring each other down. Mm. You communicate to uplift each other, but not to break each other down. Right. And if we all understand that, then the communication is always pure and true, and you have a good line of communication. And that goes in anybody's relationship. Because right. you can always have good, healthy communication if you put God first in everything that you do. And I say this because I just like people to know this. Um, that I believe in God, I love God, and I know he's coming again. And I just give all praises to him, and I just thank God that he had allowed us to get to where we are when it comes to communication. Right. And without God in our lives, we would not be communicating as we are right now or holding this banter or holding this live program or whatever you want to call it Yeah. or this live discussion talking about it. So that's pretty much all I got to say. Now you can talk. Sorry. (laughs) So... Since Pedro said what he said, we're just going to go with that. And um, <laughs> we're going to talk to you guys next time. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Right, babes? Yes. So I was reading a thing. All right. You want to pray us out? No. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay. But again, like Todd said, I just want to thank you guys and for you joining us. the kids us. in the bed. It's 845. I know. Okay. I know. That's my job. Okay. You get them up, I put them on the bed. Okay. You bring them up, I knock them out. <laughs> okay. okay. That's, that's our job. But I just want to thank you guys again for joining us on this, um, what do you want to call it? Not a podcast, just a live feed or a live, just talk. Let's talk. Just talking. Yeah. Yep. And I just want you guys to um, thank you so much for joining us. We love you guys. Um, in the future, 
more comments, the better. We don't mind. Right. We're going to go questions. in the future, we want questions because we like to answer questions. Yeah. Uh, if you have a question or a concern, yep. we won't even say, if you have my number, I'll put my number out there. You can text me. Yeah. And I can read the questions off air. I can read the questions on air if I'm putting a name to it. Right. We were just teasing with Sheldon because that's all family of ours. And yeah. From Bermuda. So we was, we was blowing them up only because, you know, hopefully they won't get upset. We love them. We love them. <laughs> but they already know how we are. So I don't yeah. think they, they don't, you know, express no other way. Oh, my, my cousin said Sunday's good for her. Love the advice. Yep. That is so true. It's funny. I actually had that, actually had that verse in my phone. I was looking wow. up. And I actually had that Thank verse in my phone, um, and I was looking at it. Yeah. So I guess we'll stick with Sundays, babe. Yeah, Sundays be fine. Yeah. Yeah. And just like in Ephesians 5.25, it says, For husbands, this means love your wives, just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that's very true. Because I love you as much as anything. I love and I you would. too, sugar, sugar. Oh, uh, plumpy, plumpy. Oh, juicy. <laughs> uh, I haven't said that in a while. Okay, moving on. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You, you made me trivial on this line. What's wrong with you? I'm not <laughs> saying nothing. Whatever. The next day, you're going to some juicy fruit. <laughs> juicy fruit. I wanted to get a license plate, didn't I? <laughs> we must have been praying. You, you know what? You're the most. I'm not the most. <laughs> 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 okay, <Yeah>. anyway. <laughs> oh, and last verse. Um, I think it's Genesis 2.24 where it says, Therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and they should become one flesh. That's right. And with that, the communication is key. That's and right. And that's how you communicate. Like I said, don't communicate outside. That's just, this just our opinion. Um, we just talking. Yeah, this, everything expressed on this is our sole opinion and the solely opinion of Tara and Pedro Goddard. That's it. And I didn't put your name first. I was supposed to put my name first. Anyway, oh, okay. Pedro and Tara got it. Because he know who run this. <laughs> <laughs> you right. You do run it. I ain't going to lie. I'm just, look, I'm just a squirrel trying to get a nut. But anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, that's an old phrase. That's an old New York phrase. This don't mean nothing. That means I'm trying to get some food. That means I'm trying to okay. get my Okay. Okay. Oh, my goodness. So where your mind at? Lord. Lord, have mercy. Come down on us. Anyway, don't mean nothing. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like I said. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. On that note, we can't, we can't leave on that note. We got to talk about something else. No, we have uh, to pray now. Yeah, but we can't leave on a, on a, on a squirrel in a, nut, in a nut note. We what? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, uh, okay, but like I said, yes. Oh, uh, my goodness. I guess my last same words would be just keep God first. That's right. Keep God second. Mm-hmm. Keep God third. And your marriage will survive, and your marriage will be fine. That's right. And communicate with each other, and only in each other. Jesus, take um, the wheel. That? That's, you, right you, I, that's what I was trying to think of that phrase. What'd you say? What? You you put that up on Facebook before, um, where he says, "Not everybody needs to know your business." Sometimes I say it's silence. okay to move in silence. Yeah, it's okay to move in silence. Mm-hmm. You don't always have to let people know what you're doing. You don't have to let your right hand know what your left hand doing, as if your left hand doing your right hand. Well, trust me, thing. we know this because if, like I said, during that testimony, we'll talk about it more, but. But our next show, is it going to be on the testimony? Yeah, I think okay, we should so do that I'm, next. Yeah, our next show will be, be, I will put a post up, guys, so look out. 
Uh, won't be this week, but it's going to be maybe the following. <clears throat> yeah. we, we will let you know, but it's going to be some. It's going to be two weeks because unfortunately, well, no, we may be back in time. Yeah. We'll let you know. We'll, we'll let you guys know. I will we'll post, know. but yeah. tune in, guys. This is going to be deep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, well, you can let your children listen, but I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be deep. Um, <laughs> and I'm not saying that to be funny or you're saying yeah, it to be serious. boastful, but I'm just being honest. It's going to be we've deep. We've been dead. Because as you already know, I'm not got a filter, so I probably will be very, Ty will be saying a lot, you know, hush, or I can't believe you said that to me a lot. All right. Yeah, but anyway, like Play I said. Play us out, Pedro, for like yes, 100 times. Yes, all right. Time. No, for the 105 time? Okay. Yes. Why are you counting? Now you counting. You always say I count, now you counting. Okay, let's pray. Okay, hold on. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for bringing us together just to have this healthy dialogue about communication and marriage. We want to thank you, Lord, for bringing us into a healthy place that you have brought myself and Tara. And hopefully that our conversation may help somebody else to help their marriage or help their relationship to be better and stronger in you. We ask that God that you continue to bless us, continue to watch over us, continue to keep us healthy during this pandemic, continue to be with those who are suffering, those who have to work every day in the stress that is that of the pandemic. And just not just the pandemic, but other things in life of illness, sickness, because we always forget because of the pandemic that um, we forget about the other things that are ailing us and making us ill. But I just thank you, Lord, that you have washed over us and kept us well so far. Continue to be with us during this week. Everybody that's listening, anybody that will listen to this program on their own afterwards, after the fact, we ask that you allow them to have a good week. Come down and bless them. Come down and be with them. Be with us all in everything we do and say. Let the Lord shine on us so bright that other people will see your good works in us and that they will wonder why we're so happy and why we're so joyful. And we just want to say thank you again for your love and your mercy. And be with us again until you come. This I pray in your holy name. Amen. Amen. This is Pedro. This is Tara. And welcome to the Goddard's Real and Raw Talk Show. True, 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 true.